Support Our Sinclair and listen ad-free. Go to patreon.com slash OurSinclair. Our Sinclair is also brought to you by the Div MMC Future from thefuturewas8bit.com. Quit waiting on tapes and fooling around with wave files and load your games instantly with the Div MMC Future, a jumperless, switchless SD storage solution for all ZX Spectrums, from the 16K all the way to the plus three. Get yours today at thefuturewas8bit.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Our Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to be talking about Target Renegade. All right. All right. Now, what is a renegade? What is a renegade? Yeah. Well, someone who doesn't play by the rules. Really? I, I guess. Have you considered yourself a renegade in the past? No. I play by the rules. What about yourself? I'm a little bit of a renegade. How do you figure? What do you do that's that against the grain? Some, like a like cool guy style. Sometimes when I'm walking down the hallway at school, uh-huh. I'll see some trash on the ground. I won't pick it up. Just gotta kick it. I just kick it, walk right on by. You're not a renegade. I know people see me not pick it up and they think he's bad news. Is that what they think? Yeah. I don't think I can't see it, Boat. You know, there's a horrible do you remember the ultimate warrior, the wrestler? Yes. He was remember, one of my dun, heroes dun, dun, growing dun, dun, up. Did he come in and shake the ropes, uh-huh. did the press slam? WCW didn't have him. He was in WCW, so they take him up with their own guy. What was his name? They went and found this muscle-bound goofball, and his name was the Renegade. Really? Yeah. He'd come to the ring, make up, a big muscular guy, he'd shake the ropes. He'd get in the ring, and he'd suck. Mm. He's no good. And they jobbed out really good wrestlers to the Renegade because they are trying to get him over. Mm-hmm. You know, It didn't work. Now, we all know what happened to Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Um, what happened to the Renegade? A very similar fate. Really? They both, he's, he's, he's no longer with it. Oh, it's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. But he was horrible. He was horrible. Ultimate Warrior was no great shakes in the ring, <laughs> right? I remember hearing a story. You know, Ultimate Warrior, they did, they did a series of matches where Ultimate Warrior fought Andre the Giant. This is right before Andre died. Some of his last matches. And they'd have the Ultimate Warrior come in and give him a move and pin him. Really? And you got to remember, the, the uh, Andre the Giant was undefeated for decades. Mm-hmm. They said one night, uh, what Andre liked to do was this bit where he would get tied up in the ropes and the guy could come over and hit him. Mm-hmm. They said one. They said one night, uh, Ultimate Warrior. It's one of the first nights they fought. He came across the ring and, and and gave him a big potato, dull potato under the giant no. man. He, uh, did he turn around he and just destroy him? <laughs> yes, he clubbed him. They said about killed him. <laughs> he said that was the last time he ever potatoed Andre. That's awesome. I love so, it. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior had a, had a history of, of murdering guys. Mm. He had a series of matches with Bobby the Brain Heenan. Loser puts on a weasel suit match. Now, who do you think's going to win that match? <laughs> and Bobby, he was in there potato and poor Bobby. Bobby weighs about 98 pounds. He's an old guy. I can't believe Bobby was still in the ring at that time. <laughs> he was, man. It wasn't not for long. <laughs> That's true. Well, Aaron, we should probably leave the world of professional wrestling. What? And enter the world of Target Renegade. <laughs> oh, well, if we have to, we'll go stroll down the street to Target Renegade. But I'd heard a lot about this. So Do you want to? I, I, you know, I, I don't. This is not a world you want to enter. It's not. <laughs> this is not, this is, not if you want to live. Yeah. that's for sure. Um, I've heard of this game for years and years and years because of the NES port. 
Um, when the this had a port? Absolutely. Oh, I have to look here. Um, yeah, it does say in the yes. The darn. very first video game book I ever bought, I purchased at the book fair. Remember the book fair at school? They still have them. I had yeah. to pay top dollar the other day. Um, they uh, It was Consumer Guides Guide to Nintendo Games. <laughs> this had a red cover. I can think about it like it's just yeah. yesterday. Okay? Yeah, I remember this kind of book. Yeah. And I bought this book, and Target Renegade was in there, and I still remember the words of the interview. Or the the words of the review were, if you just want to get in there and punch some dudes, Target Renegade's a game for you. Yeah. And I never played Target Renegade until this week. And I st- I recalled those words, and I was like, yes, that was an accurate assessment of this game. I agree. I agree. Now, before we can get into Target Renegade, let's talk about the original Renegade. All right? Did you know there was an original Renegade? I do. And Did I, you know it was in the arcade? I know the entire story. Please tell me again. Oh, there's a story behind there. There it? is a story. Okay, so, you have to tell us the story. Okay, so Renegade was a coin-op game. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. And Ocean licensed Renegade with the option to produce uh, sequels themselves. This is one of the few times, this might be the only time I can recall this ever happening ever, where a company says, hey, we want to make a home version of your game and we want the right to produce any sequels ourselves. And so Target Renegade has nothing to do with the original Renegade in terms of its development team or anything. In name only is it a sequel. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. I wonder, they must have seen something, or maybe they had a guy that knew something. Because here's the thing, like, was Renegade a big hit in the arcade? You know, I, I remember playing it in the arcade, and I thought it was not very good. Right. And, and I remember seeing them. Right. But I saw, like, way more of, like, Vigilante. And I just wonder, you know, like, why did Ocean think it was so important to pay for the rights to the Renegade name? Because it's not as if this is a brand new concept, roll around beating up dudes, you know? Really, you could have called this anything. Yeah. But maybe... Did you play the original Renegade on the Spectrum? Yes. You did? Yes. What did you think? It's much, much harder. I could not get off the first screen. <laughs> really? Yeah. But I mean, it's, it, oh, the it's, guys? A similar, it's a similar conceit. You start right. off in a subway. I guess you're in a parking garage here. You start off in a subway in the other game. But the first boss is just impossible. Yeah. Well, I didn't play the original. I just played this one. So I don't have a reference, but mm. I, I'm glad you did. So now the original arcade Renegade came out in 86, uh, manufactured by Taito, Taito, however you want to call it. Uh, the usual gimmick, you run around fighting people, you know, it, and it reinvent the wheel. Everyone was like double dragon, like, we could do that, and they did. So, flash forward to 1988, here comes Target Renegade, man. Um, this was published by Imagine Software Limited, mm-hmm. uh, and authored, let me get go over this, some of the specs on these authors. Programmed by a fellow named Mike Lamb, we've ran into this fellow already, Boat. He did the Arkanoids on here, Batman, Combat School, RoboCop. He was a port machine. Top Gun, W. Yeah, he did a lot. The graphics were done by Don Drake, uh, who did Airborne Ranger, Batman, Breakthrough, uh, Game Summer Edition, and RoboCop and Super Cycle. Now, um, the one of the sites I looked at had Simon Butler um, accredited on this game. I don't know what he did, right? Because he wasn't accredited. One of the places I went. But I do want to mention him because he had an all-time great idiotic old man rant this month on Retro Gaming Roundup. If you want to hear Simon Butler, just go crazy. I have to talk about this for a second. Okay. Here's an old guy that looks on Facebook, and he's, he's feuding with somebody. Now, if it's you or me, and you just write something back like, you stupid bum, mm-hmm. you know, no. If you have a podcast, you've got an hour and a half to fill. <laughs> you work this guy over. 
with the, all the Crayola colors of the cursing rainbow. Mm. He ran out of material and sort of recycled it. I mean, this stuff, <laughs> I've never heard it. This guy, uh, he he put together a tapestry of hate that it was both colorful and broad. Mm. It was beautiful, gorgeous. Mm. So I had to mention him on here. If you're into that sort of thing, which I know you're not, but and I'm not really What either. is the name of the podcast? Retro Gaming Roundup. Okay. This uh, is SoCal Mike and Chameleon Stan. And <laughs> well, SoCal Mike's no longer with them for the obvious reason that he screwed them. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is Super Bitten Brad. Well and, uh, yeah, this okay. is in uh, uh, UK Mike. There, it's a interesting. It's a long podcast. Yeah. I like I've, I've, I've listened to it before. Um, anyway, he's on there. He does Dinosaur Pie. Um, again, his I don't know what, his, what he did on the game. Also, uh, Jonathan Dunn did the music on this. Uh, he did Adam's Family Boat, Chase HQ, Daily Thompson, New Zealand Story. We've done a ton of these games, RoboCop. So you had a lot of you had a lot of uh, guys that knew what to do on the hardware. Mm-hmm. Uh, this worked on a 48 and 128K. Now, I think the 48K had no music. Is that the way this worked? The, correct. Mine had music. Yeah, because it's the 128K. This is a dual cassette, so you know you plug it in and whatever machine you've got, it'll loop. Okay. Uh, you know, Kimston Control, the usual stuff, had redefinable keys. The front end was good. I liked it. It was quick. It was to the point. Mm-hmm. One or two players. This has two players simultaneous play. That can't be overstated in terms of its effect. That's a that's a big deal. Okay. So what do you do in this game? What's the plot, boat? Let it on, lay it on us. Okay. So here's the plot. Your dude, and uh, there's somebody that there's a boss. There's a boss man. It's Paul. It's, it's he's it's, responsible. It's, yeah, he? he's responsible. Um. You gotta, you gotta take him out. You gotta uh-huh. go get the boss. So you're, you're set loose in various locales, yep. and you're given uh, the boss has got some henchmen, and by some I mean a cast of thousands. Yeah. Okay. Well, Roy, it's a cast of a couple. Well, obviously he's been cloned yeah. millions yeah. of times. Um, and so you negotiate your way through these varying environments, destroying all people in your path until you reach the boss, and then you take him down. Yeah. So that's one way to look at it. So let's. I want to just talk about my first impressions of this game. Okay, I got first of all. You know, I usually play it on the keyboard. I got my keys all set up, ready to go. The very second this game starts, if you don't react instantly, mm-hmm. you are ran over by a guy on a motorbike. I love it. It's my favorite. He opening ran for- over me. Uh, as I stumbled to try to figure out what was happening, they just ran me down over and over. That is my favorite part of the entire game. <laughs> the, the, the way that, that they start the game where you're just, it's boom, and then all of a sudden coming out. And at first I thought it was going to be a cutscene, like the motorcycle was going right. to pull up beside Maybe you. Maybe he's going to like rob you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, no, no. He just mows you down. That's it. Yeah, let me tell you something. I hated this. <laughs> and when I figured I had a jump kick, I beat the crap out of that guy. But, of course, he shows up hundreds of times. But in this game, the motorcycle guy, they give you no chance. There's no learning curve. Yeah, and there's only one move to take him out. you got to use the jump kick. Right. Now... Because everybody knows when a guy's coming at you with a motorcycle, a well-placed jump kick will dethrone him. Let's talk about your guy. Because these guys all sort of look the same. The graphics on this... I mean, there's color clash coming out the yin-yang, but it can't be helped in this case. Your guy is just a burly-looking guy in a vest, attacked by other guys that look like him. He looks like me. I will say, these guys have the most unique posture in gaming history. Their <laughs> legs, I wish I could stand up with this, their legs are come before their chest. Mm-hmm. And so they, they always, remember that guy, that, the, who was it, Crumb, that did that guy, like walking like this? With the, it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's a soulful strut, is what, what it, it is. is. They all look, it's so, it's so funny <laughs> you know, to watch them walk around. I used to, 
<laughs> there are several there are several marching bands in the south <laughs> they adopt that sort of a march forward that can't be good for your back no, no. so you fight these guys and it's this is the quintessential beat them up mm-hmm. you punch people or kick them until they're gone and then you go off the end of the level and, and that's the and that's the level yeah there are five levels uh that all look there's there's street street wall alley bar you know it's not like anything I mean the graphics of this are good for what they're showing but it's not like you know in front of the Taj Mahal well no I think it's realistic though I think that you know this, <laughs> yeah, I suppose so well, this is a you know they they they're they're trying to show you what you know the inner city is like. You know, and, yeah. and there, there's like New York, 80s New York or Detroit or something like that. The inner city often has yellow brick walls with a picture of Waldo <laughs> stapled on the front. All the time. All the time. <laughs> also, lots of girls in miniskirts trying to beat you up. Yeah. Although I'm assuming these are women, but they look pretty burly too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, I thought that not only did the graphics look serviceable, uh, they're they're fantastic for the spectrum. I think that there's a lot of detail in the backgrounds. Of course, there is color clash like you mentioned. The, there's not a great variety of enemies, but what is here looks good, and it's it is different. You know, each stage looks different, so I'm in favor. I thought it was okay. It looked okay. If you get two people on this, it's it's more than okay. But I mean, like you said, it's a, it's the standard thing that that hampers most of these beat 'em ups. You got a couple different people. It's this game rinse and repeat. I mean, once you've played the first man, you've played every part of the game. That's true. I mean, it was no surprises. How, did you go through the whole thing? I I play. I couldn't get off the first. Like I I couldn't get out of the parking garage. Um, what? Yeah, I couldn't get out of the parking garage. My God! I just I kept dying. I'd run out of. I'll tell you what. I'd run out of time <laughs> before I'd run out of lives more often than not. No, I, I could get through. I got through almost all the levels. I don't think I beat it. I can't remember. No, I didn't beat it because I didn't see the end guy. So you run through this game. And you fight people. I mean, that's it. The music is okay. Uh, the weapons are okay. But I'd the say weapons, th- I don't know what most of them are. I'd say the music is present. I said okay. I was being polite. It's yeah. there. It's. I mean, it's there in the way that music is in a lot of 128K games. But it's got nothing. It's The music doesn't fit. It's sort of a haunting. It kind of reminds me, what is the... Um, like sands through the hourglass. What is that show? Days of Our Lives. Yeah. It reminded me of something from there, like like a theme song to like a soap <laughs> opera or something. And so, th- like um, in the like you said, the weapons. It is cool that there you can have people drop weapons. You pick them up. Yeah. You hit people with it. Very double dragony. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's there's there's not a lot of that breaks up the action. But at the same time, there's not a lot of that breaks up the action in any beat 'em up. Yeah, I mean, I will say it's the. Me and the boy play a lot of beat 'em ups, you know. Mm-hmm. This game would is not that unlike most other beat 'em ups, except for the fact that it's you know it looks a little bit different because it's a spectrum. You do get the jump kick, which is your number one kick. Mm-hmm. It's your number one attack. You've got this, the old punches. You've got the back kick. That back kick, I had a heck of a time getting scoring with the back well, kick. Well, the, the back kick is satisfying, though, because you spend a lot of your time in retreat. Yeah. And so being able to fire a back kick off is a good move. He can easily get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. You're, the, the way you scroll the screen it makes a difference. Something else that you could actually get on top of a guy and pound them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is cool. But the problem is if you're with a bunch of people, you can never get to do that. Yeah. You get murdered. Yeah. Uh, the weapons, I, I didn't have too much real picking up. I had to learn. There's a bit where you could grab a sucker and then repeatedly knee him in the groin. Mm-hmm. That was satisfying. Yeah. But again, if you, if you get caught, 
The problem with this game, I almost always use the kick. Mm -hmm. Because if you if you well, take the time to grab a sucker or get on top of him, his buddies come over and maul that's you. That's right. The jump kick gives you two things. Number one, it's it seems like I could get that to land more often than anything else. And two, yeah. it separates you from the guys that are coming, yeah. too. It puts some distance between you and the next man. Yeah, and you can hit that thing from far away. If you if the animation hits them at any point, they fall down. Right, right. And they fly backwards, mm -hmm. so it gives you, like you said, it gives you more time. Because you're constantly under fire. Yes. Yeah. And the bad guys can do sort of the same stuff. So they can grab you, knee you, punch you. Mm -hmm. The punches, I had trouble... Instead of going like whack, 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 I'm not going to be like whack. Well, he just he just punches all of his stuff. These over like a bop. Yeah. You know, like this, mm -hmm. not effective. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I never used the punch because it was worthless. <clears throat> well, this is a flaw in the game because I always used the kick. You always used the kick because it was the most effective thing. But and that, that's part of the game was using other stuff to be. Fun. But here's the thing though, like with beat 'em ups, there's always the one attack that's the best attack. Well, you a lot, most of them have like throws or like. Power moves that they, they kind of break it up, and this one you just had the big, big kick. Even the weapons, they do damage, but they're not like you, you got to remember too. This is early on. Put aside the fact that this is on the spectrum in '88, beat 'em ups had not really matured yet. '88. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, it's you're sort of right. I'll get. I'll give you that. But I would. I, it's this game having two players simultaneously play on the spectrum. It's I can see why it's famous. Okay, but. I guess what I'm saying is, if I look at it in today's eyes, it didn't age well. To me, this is just another run-of-the-mill, kind of lame-o, attack-and-repeat type game. There's, I, nothing, I, that, yeah. there's nothing that separates it makes it special to me. Well, to me, what separates it is that the characters are well-animated. The scenes look good. The backgrounds look good. Um, and, I mean, what else do you have in a beat-em-up? Like, I can't see on the spectrum at this time anything better i will say they give you lots of life yep you i mean your guys pretty i didn't like the time limit i we well, have talked about that before yeah i wish they'd have done away with that because i mean sometimes it just takes a while to kill all these guys it's not like i'm sitting around loitering that's you one know? of the problems with using the flying kick yeah if you grab it, a guy and knee him into groin a bunch of times yeah. he's <laughs> gonna just, go down fast the problem is it's just it's like i said it's hard to pull off so yeah mm -hmm. i had that i had i ran out of time a lot but you know you know, like i said the graphics are I, Two players at once. It's a big deal. Yeah. You know, it's a big deal. Uh, but, you know, eh. if I, if I, it's 1988 and I've got a, uh, uh, if I got a hanker to play this sort of game, this probably isn't where I'm going to look. I mean, I know. But still, it's nice that it's there. Um, I should have mentioned that this, this came out, boat at a, at a kind of an odd price. Usually we get these things, but this one came out for eight pounds on tape, 15 bucks, 15 pounds for the disc version. That's not bad. That's a little bit above the normal rate, I think. So, I, but I, it, this was a marquee title, and I'm sure that they were looking to recoup on their investment after purchasing the Renegade license. It must be pretty popular because I saw plenty of these for sale. Mm -hmm. uh, so that usually, I have a feeling this because again, you have to put yourself at the time when it was released. There was nothing else this good at this time for this computer. Is this amongst your collection? This is not. I don't have this one. That's amazing. It's a, yeah. You've got so many tapes yeah. over there. Um, I looked up some reviews on this boat to see what uh, the folks thought. So, the World of Spectrum gave this an 8.39. They really liked it, man. Now, I wrote some stuff down here for uh, from your Sinclair. They gave it a 90. But I liked, I liked the way they, they delivered this dialogue. In this sequel... There are five loadable, rough, tough, smelly city parts. Wow. The multi-story car park, the street at night, the park, the shopping mall, 
and ultimately Mr. Big's Bar. East has its own selection of burly brick wall types, you know them, all weightlifting and no conversation, <laughs> who crowd in and attack you from all sides with punches, kicks, or blunt instruments. All knock you dribbling the floor and chop a chunk of your energy off. I like the fact that I like the way they wrote that. Me up. too. Nice. That's when they really knew how to write reviews. Uh, some of the other reviews of this: Crash gave it a ninety, CBG gave it thirty-five out of forty, Sinclair User ten out of ten, Your Sinclair nine out of ten, as I mentioned. Ace gave this a three six hundred and fifty-three. Go figure. Um, the Game Machine eighty-five percent. This was also released on the Amstrad and the C sixty-four. Which did you look at either one of those? Mm-hmm. I didn't either. Um, this was a crash smash. And this was voted number 13 in the top 100 Your Sinclair Readers games of all time. Now, I will tell you that I, I did take a look at the NES version of this. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, it plays almost exactly the same. That is, it plays poorly. Um, it, it's, it's For a Spectrum game from the time that it was released, it's okay. But this came out about the same time as Double Dragon 2 on the NES. Yeah. And, and, and the Rosetta we, Stone? No, that was 3. Oh, don't. Sorry. Double Dragon 2 is The Revenge. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and th- there's no comparison. And on top of that, the, the enemies are all the same. However, however, <laughs> the Ness Target Renegade soundtrack is among the best songs I've ever heard in my life on a oh, video yeah? game. It is so it gets you pumped. It gets you ready to rock and roll. It's so good. Listeners, kind listeners, <laughs> if you do nothing else this evening, YouTube up target renegade for the nintendo entertainment system and listen to the soundtrack it rocks you know i i know there's another renegade in this there's another one of these uh, renegade games too right they had three i believe i, I is there really i think there is okay. i think there's a third one renegade three i don't know what it's this called. time it's personal i remember there's one of these that is universally hated so but i, I don't remember which one it, it was. can't I, be this one so i it's try not be to this. i try not to look ahead or behind because i'm afraid we're going to get those games so i don't really do much looking you know I will say, what was the game on the NES where the two guys fought just in the street over and over, the same two guys? Oh, that's Urban Champion. This is way better than yeah. that. Oh, I yeah. Say oh, that. yeah. This Urban Champion is not is a no, weak game. No yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, Urban Champion's from 1983, oh. so give it a break. Well, this is close. Um, Paul, a.k.a. Hermsky, writes, Target Renegade. As a huge fan of the Renegade games, I had to give it a 9. Wow. The levels are well created with no clashes. Animation is stunning, providing an addictive beat-em-up game. It's not a difficult game, and that's probably why I liked it. Taking down the bad guy and gals was very satisfying and rewarding as you worked through the levels. It's apparent that the music and sound effects took a backward step compared to its predecessor. However, the fighting in this edition is a lot smoother with more cool effects. Now, where did I leave that lead piping? He did say no clashes, right? I'm not sure where he's going with that, because maybe he means that, Maybe like, the clash isn't on the soundtrack. No, because, you know, like, uh, sometimes when you have colors in the spectrum and they're, like, it's like the blocks of color, this, your guy, is just transparent. Yeah, but they still change... The bad guys and the good guys, they all change color when but they're, 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 they're all transparent. It's not like they're colored and they're clashing with another color. Okay, maybe... I'm like, trying to give Hermsky the, the benefit maybe, of the maybe doubt Maybe I just don't here. understand the lingo. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you skipped one. No, this is uh, this is people. Oh, <laughs> you love that. No, don't I you? love it. Uh, D-Man writes, along with its prequel, Renegade, Target Renegade was and still is one of the definitive beat 'em ups on the spectrum. Back in the day, the inclusion of two-player mode felt like a real leap forward, and certainly was one of our go-to games along with Gauntlet when friends came around. Gameplay still holds up. Eight point five out of ten. 
Wow. These are very high scores, aren't they both? Lord Soup says 7 out of 10. Slightly unresponsive controls, but big bold sprites and sensible coloring. Fun game. We'll play more. I like sensible coloring in my game. Yeah. Um, and Pixels at Dawn writes, A game I didn't play until recently, but is actually a really solid brawler in the Double Dragon style. Once you've learned not to hang around trying to kill everything and hence run out of time, the game is easy <laughs> to get going. into and looks really nice. Unfortunately, I'm bad at brawlers, so getting much past the first area is a challenge itself, but this game is fun and probably even more so multiplayer. Could benefit from additional moves, but that wasn't the what that wasn't the way from brawlers back in the day. Still fun today, however. Eight out of ten. Alright, there you go. We're Wait, not another one. We're not done yet. Chris Folds, this is, might be our most reviewed game of all time. It's making, up for, <laughs> it's making up for all the Ultima 5 reviews that we're not posting. Yeah, this um, is much easier to get into. Chris Folds writes, A cracking Double Dragon-style brawler port for the ZX Spectrum. Varied levels and characters, and surprisingly easy for the genre and year, means you can really get a good game out of it even today. The 128K version has in-game music, which quickly got on my nerves and had to be muted. A fun 8 out of 10. Wow. And he'll kill a game. Yeah. Frodo NL writes, Quite a brawler with a good variation in opponents. Brawlers are usually not my thing, but this one is very playable. I was able to complete a run-through of the complete level set <laughs> once. While I have heard better music, at least it is a different tune for every level. And finally, Rushi writes, A primitive beat-em-up hampered by a small move set and single-button controls. I'm not certain how it compares to other games of the same genre on the platform, but it's a far cry from comparable games on the NES at the same time, such as Double Dragon 1 and 2. After hearing people talk about how this version was better than the mediocre NES port for years, I've got to say I'm pretty disappointed. At least the NES version had a rockin' soundtrack. He's with you on that, eh? Yeah. However, um, I will say that if you're going to play a beat-em-up, uh, I'll be interested to see how the actual legit Double Dragon plays on the Spectrum. I mean, as a, if you just want to go with your buddy, yeah. this is a game you want to look at the on. bar. I love seeing the bar. I oh, mean, yeah. I love these levels. No, I mean, they, I, they look fine. It's just, it's it's a very, and you're right. This is a it's a rudimentary beat 'em up from a time when they were just kicking it up. Mm -hmm. It ain't bad dudes or anything like that. Right. They were kicking it up. So I mean, at that on that aspect of it, it's okay. I would like more cool moves. I yeah. will say that. Yeah. And yeah. also not getting gang beaten when I try to do one of the <laughs> uncool moves that I've got. Right. Okay. Uh, before we close this thing out, I do want to remind everyone that uh, our Sinclair is part of the Amigos Retro Gaming Network, including Amigos, Everything Amiga, uh, 1200 XL, and Atari 8-Bit Podcast. We got Coco, the Coco Show, uh, TRS-80 color computer slash dragon 32 show you can find all those at anchor.fm slash amigos podcast all our shows on one feed how many shows are we debuting this week vote we got about six or seven all right to go. man um i also want to thank all the fine folks that are watching us live on twitch we record the show live every friday on twitch.tv slash amigos retro gaming want to thank pixels at dawn star modder Gary Hucker is here with us. Nice the to Huck, see you, Huck. It's been Huck. a while. Amiga Love is here. Good to yeah. see you, Amiga Love. Jan Holbro is here. Uh, Barkbit, of course, from Sweden. Represent Edvin Helen, chilling out in the man cave. Yeah, yeah. Mitsuyama. Um, Duncan Styles, go to go sub. Darkwing. Darkwing oh, is here. Yeah. Darkwing 602. Thank you guys so much for chilling out. 
with us. People, yeah, man. in I the chat. Um, I have a feeling that the time change is going to benefit us since we're not three o'clock in the morning over in Europe. Yeah. Um, and of course, we can't let this show go by without thanking the fine folks over at Patreon for uh, helping us out. You can support Our Sinclair at patreon.com slash Our Sinclair, just like Mark Downey, Hermski, Andrew Waite, Cap and Crispy, Laurent Giroux, Gary Heather, Eric Nelson, Harbonaut, Graham Bebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt. Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Paul Bossman Harrington, and Christopher Hassall. Thank you guys so much for supporting our Sinclair. Um, and hello to Graham down, down in uh, Africa. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. Sing that song for us, Graham, and send us a tape. Lockdown Hemsky and away, Captain Crispy. Oh, God. I said Graham. No, you said, John, please sing the Patreon no. song on all the shows. Oh, God. No, no. <laughs> I'll go to Africa. And finally, we uh, we want to thank Chris Folds, member of Clive's Club, for suggesting Target Renegade. Uh, and next week, Aaron, we're going to play a little game I like to call Battle Cars. Oh, 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 Battle Cars? I like battle, and I like cars. You know me, I'll judge a game strictly in its name, and that's <laughs> I the be, best thing I've ever heard. I right want to be here. on board with this yes, one. This one cars. comes to us from Clive's Club member Hermski. All right, Hermski. So, that sounds like a winner to me. Yeah, man. First violent gang fighting, now violent car fighting. Yeah. Oh. All right, guys. Thanks for listening and or watching. We will see you next week. Until then, rewind tape. And press play.